Good morning, everyone, and welcome along to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. My name is Rosie, and if it's your first time listening to the Saturday Splash, this is where we quite literally splash into the nature, into the rivers, the leaf piles, and the ponds around southwest London and beyond to find out more about nature. And this week is a very special Sharky Week. It's International Shark Day coming up, and I've got the perfect people here in the studio to help me learn about them. So, hello, guest number one. Hello. Hello. What is your name? My name is Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How old are you, Oscar? I am 11. 11 years old. Okay, so welcome to the Saturday Splash. Do you like sharks? Yes. Good. Short but sweet answer there. Do you have any other favourite animals? Uh, yeah, colossal squids. Colossal squid. Okay, why do you like a colossal squid? I, I don't know. They're just quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Quite cool. Colossal yeah. squids. Fantastic. And we've not just got you here, have we? We've got someone else. Who else have we got? My mum. Hello, mum. Hello. Who are you? Uh, I'm Emily, so I'm Oscar's mum. Hello, welcome to the studio. And and you really like sharks. I really, really like sharks, yes. So I have liked sharks since I was about eight. Uh, so yeah, big, big sharky fan. Why do you like sharks? Um, I think it's because I got to see them in aquariums when I was growing up. My parents were very obliging, took me to aquariums and zoos. Um, and then I got to work with them when I was, when I was an adult. Uh, and then I've seen them in the wild as well. So yeah. Lots of lots of sharky love coming from me. So you really, you both really are the perfect people to help me find out a little bit more shark, little bit more about sharks this week. Hopefully, yeah. And we're going to so. do that. We're going to. I think some people might think sharks maybe a bit scary, a bit mean. We're going to try and bust that reputation. You up for that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've got a game for you. Are you feeling competitive? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get started with that. We'll be splashing and diving in after this. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio, where we are diving in and talking about sharks today. I'm still joined by Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Hello. And Mum, Emily. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to get into sharks with you today. Now, Oscar, a very simple question for you before we get started. What kind of thing do you think of when you hear the word shark? Uh, sharp teeth. The yeah. colour blue. Yeah. Quite a lot of sharks are blue. That colour yeah. blue and sharp teeth. Do you know what? I think you're absolutely right. A lot of people think of sharp teeth and that sort of blue colour when you think of sharks. And a question for mum, Emily. Yeah. You're going to be our, you're our shark expert for today. So uh. is there anything else to sharks apart from just sharp teeth? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I would say so. Um, I mean, some of them, quite a lot of them do have sharp teeth. Yeah. Um, but I think if I was going to describe a shark... The first thing I would say is that shark is a fish. A lot of yep. people do not realise that. They are fish. They have a tail. They have fins. They live in the water. Okay. Um, but what what makes them different from other fish then? How yeah. do you know something is a shark? So uh, the main difference I would say between sharks and your kind of other fish like cod or herring or like even if you've got a goldfish at home oh, yeah. um, is their skeleton. So obviously like our skeleton is made of bone. A lot of fish's skeletons are made of bone. If you were a shark, skeleton be made of something quite different. So be made of cartilage, which if you give the top of your ear a wiggle. Oh yeah. That nice bendy stuff there. 
Uh, that is cartilage. I love as the, the Oscar's given his ear a wiggle as well. Yeah, you got some cartilage it. in there, Oscar? I didn't know it was cartilage. Oh. Did you know? No, okay. I, thought, I thought it was bone. Oh, no, so they, there you go. So yeah, that I would say that's the main difference. Um, there are obviously some other one other differences as well. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? A lot of people also think of sharks being quite big. Yeah. Um, and like Oscar said, having sharp teeth, being blue. Uh, but there's almost 500 species of shark wow. in the world today. They all come in different shapes, different sizes, fill different kind of parts of the sea. Yeah. Um, so some of them, like we said, have got sharp teeth. Some of them got really small teeth. So, um, so, yeah. so do they because when I think of sharks I think of like big scary you know maybe the film Jaws maybe Bruce from Finding Nemo do they deserve Oscar's given me a, a, shake, a slow shake of the head do they deserve that bad reputation what do you think Oscar no, <laughs> no. what about you Emily um, no they don't I mean they get misrepresented in the media uh, for being these kind of bloodthirsty killing mm. machines. Um, obviously, there are some incidences where people get hurt or unfortunately are killed by sharks. Um, but these are quite rare and they tend to be in places where people are swimming or yeah. surfing in the ocean where sharks live. I heard once that more people get killed by selfies in a year than they do by sharks. Wow. Do you know yeah. what? I could probably believe that. Yeah. People searching for the perfect selfie out there. Well, I can't wait to find out a little bit more about sharks. We will be back with our sharky game after the break. Hello, welcome back to the Saturday Splash. You are listening to Rosie here on Riverside and we are about to dive right into our sharky game. We've got Oscar still. Hello. And Mum Emily. Hello. And you're gonna be helping me. Okay, so this is this is quite a strange game. Bear with me. And actually everyone listening along at home, you can play this as well. I have brought five random objects into the studio today. They're household objects, you probably have them lying around yourselves. But each one of them relates to a, a type of shark in one way or another. Okay, so the objects, you've actually got them in front of you. Oh, okay. One of them is a sieve. A sieve? Yeah, Yeah. people have got sieves at home. Another one is a cookie cutter. Right. Okay. Um, Another one is a curly-whirly. You know those chocolate bars back off the 90s? Yeah. (laughs) So you've got curly-whirly there. I'm going to take off my shoe. Hang on a second, because a shoe is one of them. There you go. There's my shoe. And number five is a hammer. Okay, right. so we've got a sieve, a hammer, a cookie cutter, a shoe, and a curly-whirly. Okay, yeah. So each one of them relates to a shark in a certain way, but can you work it out? So, Oscar, would you like to pick your first object? Which one do you want to go for? You can pick any. pick one. Go on, then. Sure. Oh. A sieve. A sieve. It's You've a gone sieve. for the sieve. Okay. Okay. Now... This sieve could relate to actually a couple of different types of sharks. Have you got any idea at all how that sieve might relate to a shark? No. <laughs> yeah, no. fair enough. I don't. What do sieves do? What would you use it for? What would you use a sieve for? You put for? things in it and then put water on it and then the water falls out the bottom. For draining the water away yeah. and yeah. maybe catching like the rice or the pasta that's in the sieve. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it, it almost could filter stuff with that filter away the water. Mum, Emily, do you have any ideas? Yeah, I think is it related to the filter feeding sharks? So filter. Got, 
Yeah, we've got the whale shark, the basking shark, and there's actually a third one as well. Oh, okay. So wait, hang on. Before we get onto the types of sharks, because you're absolutely right, you're okay. on the right tracks. What is filter feeding, if someone hasn't heard of that before? Ah, so this is when a shark swims around. Now, I'll use an example of the basking sharks. That's one of my favorites. So I know them. Those are the ones that I've seen out in the wild. Um, so they swim around with their mouths open um, and basically just let the water kind of filter through. And they've got these things called gill rakers on the side, which I guess is like the filter. Um, and yeah, they just catch things like plankton, tiny fish, um, and that's what they eat really. So um, yeah, that's what filter feeding is. Absolutely. Oscar, have you heard of basking sharks and whale sharks before? Yes. Do you have any ideas about them? Any thoughts or any facts to share with us? Or do, should we go to mum? I know that whale sharks are the biggest sharks. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think they're one of the biggest fish as well out there, yeah. one of the longest fish out yeah. there. So whale sharks are big, big sharks. Um, any other delights about whale sharks and basking sharks? Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. They're the biggest shark, the biggest fish. Um, people might have seen whale sharks. They're the ones people quite often see if they go somewhere nice and warm on holiday, like the Philippines. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, very gentle, very docile, um, very pretty. They've got kind of like spotty patterns on their back. Um, but basking sharks, you can see around the UK. Um, so sometimes people might think that British wildlife is a bit tame compared to other places. But yeah, if you go to like places like Cornwall, west coast of Scotland, um, at the right time in the summer, you'll see basking sharks. I, it's so. been on my bucket list. Oh, for the last few years, I want to get out there and see some basking yeah. sharks. So well done. You have worked through the first of my five random objects. We have filter feeding sharks with the sieve. We're going to go to a break in just a second, but before we do that, Oscar, would you like to pick out a second object and we can work it out whilst we have a break? So we've got a cookie cutter left, we've got a curly whirly, we've got a shoe left. What are you going to go for? What is a it? Hammer. You've gone for hammer. the hammer. Okay, so Oscar is holding on to a hammer. Which shark could that relate to? I'm sure you've got some ideas at home. We'll find out in just a moment. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash where my young guest Oscar is currently holding a hammer because we are playing a very special sharky game where we've got loads of different objects and we're trying to work out which of these objects relates to which species of shark because it is International Shark Day this week. Now before we work out which hammer which shark the hammer relates to. Emily, you were telling us just before about there were three different species of filter feeding sharks. We said basking sharks and whale sharks. I've never heard, this, I didn't know there was a third species. Yeah, so um, it's not very well known, uh, but it's called the mega mouth shark. Mega mouth shark. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was having a good laugh at that name. Um, but yeah, it's a deep water species and uh, so far fewer than 100 have been seen or oh. caught so actually not much is known about them oh, so that I, might be why people haven't heard of it absolutely okay cool all right well i need to go and do my research on the mega mouth shark but oscar you are holding a hammer and you think you might know which shark that relates to so what do you think uh a hammerhead shark of course of course it's a hammerhead shark what what do you know about hammerhead sharks if, if you've got any uh the, sh the head is shaped like a hammer, mm -hmm. so they can, like, see everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. 
mum, Emily, is that right? Yeah, yes, yeah, spot on. They've got really good vision. Um, but yeah, there's actually nine different species of hammerhead oh, shark. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. Uh, in, in preparation for today's show, I did a little bit of research on hammerhead sharks. And uh-huh. this probably won't surprise you to hear, but it really shocked me. Hammerhead sharks have a skull that is shaped also like a hammer. I know that sounds silly. Of course they do. But I had never seen a hammerhead shark skull before. It is bonkers. Yeah. So I definitely recommend looking into that if anyone likes their sharks. Um, And I also found out why, another reason, apart from just being able to see far apart, Mm -hmm. another reason why they have a head shape like that. Emily, do you have any thoughts? I think, yeah. I I I don't know if it's the same fact, maybe. But um, so all sharks have... Uh, like this extra sense is called electroreception, which is basically where they can like detect electricity from heartbeats yeah. or from various things. But um, it's on their nose. Um, they're just like these little jelly-filled paws. But obviously, because the hammerhead shark's got quite a big sort of front, big nose, um, it means they can kind of they're more spread out. So it means they can have got a wider kind of sense of vision, as it were, when yeah. they're detecting things like that. So. So almost like a metal detector going along the sand looking yeah, for Yeah, a bit a... like a sonar. They can kind of like, they've got a wider field of vision for picking up uh, where other animals are as they swim along. Excellent. Okay, well, we've got, uh, we've had our filter feeding shark so far and we've had our hammerhead shark. Oscar, I reckon it's time for object number three. What object is it going to be? Let's find out. Let's it's find out. a cookie cutter. A cookie cutter. Why on earth would I bring a cookie cutter into the studio if we are talking about sharks? Have you got any thoughts? Yes. Baking. There is a shark called a cookie cutter shark. You are doing so well, Oscar. Your mum has clearly been talking to you a lot about sharks. You have been doing your research. A cookie cutter shark. Yes, absolutely, they exist. I I, I think these, these cookie cutter sharks are awesome. Can either of you tell me a little bit about a cookie cutter shark? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. They're not um, actually very big, so they're probably only maybe about a foot to a foot and a half long. So about the sort of size of a normal ruler perhaps a little bit bigger um but yeah the reason that they're called cookie cutters is because they have a very interesting way of feeding uh so despite their size they actually eat some of the biggest animals in the sea so they could swim up to things like whales or seals or even other big sharks and uh, the way they go about it is they swim up take a cheeky bite of this animal and before they've kind of realized what's going on the cookie cutter shark has swum away um, so quite a sustainable way of eating, maybe. But uh, yeah, it looks like kind of the animal has been punched by a cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's quite interesting. But they, um, yeah, they've been known to bite submarines. Uh, the sort of rubber seal around the door because oh, they wow. think that's a big fish. They've been known to bite power cables. Oh wow. So for such a small fi- small fish, um, yeah, quite cheeky, really. So it's almost like having a, a circle of your flesh missing, being cut away by a tiny little cookie yeah. cutter shark. Um, and I mean, obviously, I can't imagine it's that pleasant for the animal that's bitten, but it yeah. obviously doesn't kill them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite a quite bold move. Well, you both are doing fantastically so far. I think you've got three out of three. So that means there are two objects left. We have a shoe and we have a curly-whirly chocolate bar. We'll be looking into them after this. This is 
Hello, welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio, where we are in the ocean again. We've, we've been in the ocean a lot recently on the Saturday Splash. We are here for Shark Week, and we are in the middle of our Sharky game. Now, Oscar has been pulling some weird and wonderful random household objects out of a mystery bag that I've brought into the studio today, and we've been matching them to different types of sharks. Now, Oscar, you have two objects left. What are you going to choose next? I am going to choose the Curly Whirly chocolate bar. I am surprised we didn't go straight for the Curly Whirly to begin with right no, in the I beginning, actually. It, yeah. Okay, so Curly Whirly chocolate bar. The reason yes. why I brought this one in, there's a little bit of an extra task to this. Oscar, I also brought in a tape measure. Yes. Could you measure how long the Curly Whirly chocolate bar is? Sure. It is... 18 centimetres. 18 centimetres long. This is a very big clue for our next species of shark. Now, this one is really, really tricky. I'll be so surprised if either of you work it out, even expert mum. But Oscar, you look excited. Do you think you've got an idea? Yeah. Yeah? Is it a lantern shark? (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Why would would you say a lantern shark? Because I... Um, had this book about sharks when I was like four and it said that lantern sharks were the size of a chocolate bar oh. <laughs> well done Oscar <laughs> you're absolutely right not just any lantern shark the dwarf lantern shark is the smallest species of shark and it gets to about 18 to 20 centimetres so the smallest species of shark is the same the same size as a curly whirly. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm dead. so impressed. I, I love how you're like dancing around. Very excited about that. Um, Mum, Emily. Yeah. Did you get that one? No, honest. I was thinking like curly whirly shark, chocolate shark. I, I was, no, I had no idea. <laughs> Have you heard of the, the lantern shark? Yeah, lantern shark? yeah. So yeah, I mean, like you said, the dwarf lantern shark is um, very small. You can fit it in the palm of your hand if you were to, were to catch one. Um, but they're generally not seen that much because they... Um, they live quite, can sort of move quite far down in the water. Um, and obviously being so small, they're probably quite hard to spot anyway. They're also not found in that many places around the globe. They're only sort of found uh, around the sort of Caribbean, yeah. places off the north coast of South Africa, uh, not South Africa, South America. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they're quite interesting. But they um, they do use uh, special kind of cells to bioluminesce. So that's like um, glowing in the dark, Yeah, isn't it? kind of, yeah, glowing in the dark. So they're called photophores it's the uh, proper word um but yeah they use this a bit like an anglerfish when they're trying to attract prey so the light attracts other animals towards some other small animals and then they gobble them up perfect yeah absolutely i also read actually they can use that bioluminescence a bit like a camouflage as well to Mm -hmm. blend in with the bright sky above them and i just thought that that was really really cool because the, the, the places where they make colour is on the bottom of their bodies, like their tummies and underneath. So yeah. if there's any animals that look up, they'll see the lights on that animal, but actually the lights on it will blend in with the, the bright sky above it, which I yeah. just thought was Very really, clever. really cool. All right, well, you two have actually done so well. I didn't think you'd ever get the curly whirly. I would not have got the curly whirly if it was just me. I would have been here all night. <laughs> all morning. Yeah. I'd have eaten the curly whirly. (laughs) We've got one final object. Oscar, what is the final object? 
It's a shoe. Oh. It's a shoe. In fact, nice. yeah, I've taken off my shoe this morning. I'm sorry. I can only apologise. So how on her earth could a shoe relate to a shark? Sh- sharks don't wear shoes. No. Okay. When you're wearing shoes, yeah. you walk. Yes. There's a type of shark that walks. Oscar, you are such a champion. I cannot believe you got that one. Yes. Do you know which type of shark it is? You don't need to know because I think already you've smashed it out of the water. I don't know what it's called. Mum? Do you know what it looks like? Doesn't it like blend in with stones on the beach? Yeah. So, yeah, I know this one now. I don't think I would have got the connection straight away with the shoe. But it's called an epaulette shark. An epaulette shark, yeah. yeah. So they don't actually have feet like humans and they don't wear shoes. I want to make that clear. But they do use like their fins a little bit like they're walking around, don't they? Yeah. So, I mean, the name epaulette, I think, is because they've got these big black spots kind of on the side, which is a bit like a sort of like a soldier's epaulettes. Oh. But yeah, there's videos you can see online of them walking and it's almost like if you imagine you were lying on the floor with your hands kind of underneath you, if you were trying to move yourself along that way. That's how they do it. They kind of climb over into other like little rock pools or into other little bodies of water. Um, but they obviously can't do it for too long because they're still fish. Um, they can't breathe on land. Oh, so they need uh, to be in the water to breathe. Yeah, so they uh, what they can do is they can kind of lower their heart rate. They can kind of take, I guess, like one big breath that can last them for a while um, and just kind of shut down non-essential functions to keep them going. Uh, while they're moving on land um, but yeah it's really interesting though if you get a chance definitely look up them walking because it, it's quite quite weird to watch a fish kind of just walking along well I've got to say you both have been amazed I've, I love the teamwork before, between you Oscar's been working out the objects and the clues and then you've brought the knowledge and the expertise you're both superstars I've got a few final questions for you that we'll get to in just a moment Hello and welcome back to the Saturday Splash where we are almost out of time but we've got to ask a few final questions as part of Shark Day this week. We're still joined by our actual two shark experts in the studio. You both have worked so well. Mum and son team, Oscar and Emily. Now Oscar, a final question for you. Or I've got a few but this is one of them. Do you think we have any sharks in London? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. We do have sharks in London. We've got sharks all around the UK. Emily, can you tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah, so um, we do get some sharks in London. Unfortunately, not any like really big ones, but we do get some smaller species. So we get like the spiny dogfish, the spur dog shark. Um, but we mentioned them a bit earlier. Um, if you go west, uh, you'll see things like basking sharks. Um, that's usually sort of when the weather's a bit warmer, when the plankton's risen up in the water. Um, but you do also find some more unusual species of shark around the UK. So in certain parts, you'll find angel sharks. Um, unfortunately, they are quite endangered So and they live along the seabed. So you'd be quite lucky to see one. Okay, Usually cool. divers and things that see them. Um, but yeah, you get about 20 different shark species around the UK. And I absolutely love the fact that, you know, the River Thames, we, we, we're we here in southwest London, close to the Thames, we're Riverside Radio. I absolutely love the fact that we have sharks that are pretty much our neighbours that live in the River Thames and call that their home. They're pretty small, like you said, they're nothing 
overly spectacular. Yeah, but I love the fact that they still, live here. They're still sharks. They're still cool. Now, obviously, we've convinced everyone, hopefully listening, that sharks aren't just big, toothy, scary things. But it's it's Shark International Shark Day this week. Mm-hmm. Why do we need that day? Are sharks in danger? Is what's what's the issue here? Um, yeah, no, so the problem is, obviously, that sharks have got this really bad reputation that's undeserved. Um, but, you know, I mean, they've managed to survive five mass extinctions. They've been around for sort of millions and millions of years. But unfortunately, uh, they are struggling with the effects of people. So, um, yeah, we definitely need to shout out for the sharks and kind of make people aware of them. Um is there anything we can do to help sharks? Yeah, so um, one of the things you can do is support charities that do work to monitor and protect them. So things like the Shark Trust or uh, Zoological Society of London do a lot of things to help them. Um, you can also avoid eating sharks. Absolutely. So yeah, if you ever have been to a shop or a restaurant and seen like rock or husk for sale, that is shark meat. So perhaps make a different choice for your dinner. You can also help with things like a citizen science project. So there's actually a big project that goes on nationwide called the Great Egg Case Hunt. So this is where you can, if you go to the beach, um, sometimes you might have seen something on the beach. It looks a bit like seaweed. Um, It's actually a mermaid's purse. It's a shark or ray egg. So it's like a little sort of square pouch. It's perhaps easier if people have a look online to see what it looks like. Um, But if people find them, they can actually report them through to the Shark Trust and that helps scientists to monitor kind of which species we have around the UK, when they might be breeding. So if people want to get involved with that, it's called the big... The Great Egg Case Hunt. Yeah, and there's an ID guide as well because, uh, yeah shows you the sort of different different ones that we get perfect for sunny days on the beach yeah yeah definitely they sort of wash up and you might spot them in amongst the seaweed um i have a fact go Uh, for it sharks are older than trees sharks are older than trees as in sharks have been around on this planet longer than trees have yeah yeah what and dinosaurs Dinosaurs. Do you know what, Oscar? That was the perfect fact to end the show on. Just before we go, is there anyone who might be listening along today that you want to give a shout out to? Any friends at school or family or pets? Yes. My grandmother and John, who is my uncle, and my dog, Ash. Hello to the family there and hello to Ash. I hope you're listening along at home. Well, thank you both so much for joining me on Saturday Splash today. Will you come back and see me one day? Yeah, definitely. Oh, fantastic. Well, we are almost out of time here on the Saturday Splash. We do have so much more coming up this morning and this afternoon. So stick around and we will see you next week. Across the world.